everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of Zion's Finest. In this episode, I am joined by Luke Sykes of everyone's most favorite, United Kingdom. He joins me to talk about his runner-up um, placing at the recent Euros tournament. Luke Sykes is an amazing, absolutely amazing player. He has topped at and made the cut at pretty much every tournament I have ever heard of. And all of these tournaments that he's topped at are high-number tournaments. Worlds, Euros, Regionals. I mean, the guy is just incredible. He was my loss in Swiss at Worlds this last year. He's just awesome. Like, such a such a good player. Got such a good game sense. You are going to enjoy listening to him. Um, just the one thing that I wanted to emphasize as we're getting into the next few months of preparing for preparing for regionals, preparing for the Las Vegas Open, which is going to be, I mean, this seems like a long way away, but the end of January, it's not that far away. Um, and then into Worlds. So we do have a little bit more information on Worlds. What we know is that they are going, it is going to be an invite-only tournament, but FFG has stated that they are going to have a play-in tournament. And this play-in tournament, we don't know exactly how many players are going to be able to actually play into the tournament. We have been told it is at least 16, but that, I mean, that's also kind of an approximate at least 16. Um, but Ryan Janway, who I interviewed tonight, and I'll be getting his podcast out soon, said that um, he was under the impression, or it was not, he's not under the impression that like in their communications with FFG, it, it they hinted that it's kind of up in the air in terms of flexible. But this time, it's like one of those things that's going to flex our direction. Like we could we could catch a break. So if you um, are planning on going to Worlds, I think it is pretty likely that even if you're not able to win a regional or top four at one of these events, you'll still be able to go in this playing event. And you should be contacting FFG, not on the forums, because OP doesn't check the forums, but on the Facebook page and on Twitter. So if you are interested in going to Worlds and are a little bit worried about committing just based on the fact that you're going to have to play in, I think you should contact FFG there, and I think you should actually plan on being able to make it. Um, the I'm going to be going. I think Scott will probably be going. I'm going to see if I can get Matt and JK to go. Um, but it would be it would be awesome to have um, this last Worlds be an awesome send-off. We're also planning on having an IACP, like a Shadow Worlds, that's going to be going on at the same time. We're going to try and do it at Adepticon as well. We're kind of figuring out those details, but we're going to have swag for people. It's going to be an awesome tournament. So I want to encourage everybody, if it is possible, and I know it is hard, but if it is possible to be able to plan on coming to this last Worlds. Okay, let's turn it over to Luke so you can hear his awesome report. Hello and welcome to episode 108 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown and I am joined by my brother Luke Sykes. Hi guys. Luke is up late in the evening in merry old England to give us a report on the Euros uh, tournament that was recently held in Poland. But Luke, for but for players who are new or didn't listen to your last episode, uh, give a quick reintroduction of yourself, how long you've been playing IA, what you like to play, and um, your previous showings at like Worlds and other events. Hi guys, uh, yeah, I'm Luke Sykes, I'm Sykes Walker on the Slack, so if you do want to say hello or ask any other questions, you can. I've been playing IA since, I've been playing campaign since it came uh, out, and I started doing more of the skirmish and competitive scene uh, when, just after the 4x4 era, so I started when it was still the uh, joys of having to kill whole units to get points. Uh, I have managed to show fairly good consistency with Nationals. I've managed roughly to make top four for the last few years. Couldn't make the last one, and I've won a Nationals. 
you uh, won Euros last, or what UK Nationals, right? Yeah, UK Nationals. Didn't you? But how did you do at um, Euros last year? So, uh, well, so Nationals I've done all right. Uh, Euros, I won last year's Euros. That's uh, right. And then I've come obviously second in this Euros. And at the last yeah, two right. Worlds, I've managed to come in top eight and top four. You bet, man, Luke. Luke, was it you were um, my loss in Swiss, actually, uh, yeah. th- th- this last year. So Luke is a freaking amazing player who I don't like. I don't know if you have ever if I've ever heard of you being in a tournament, a major tournament where you haven't made the cut, which is pretty nuts when you think about it. Yeah, I think I that would be correct. Right. Cause it's <laughs> I've like, done all right. Yeah. Nationals, Euros, Worlds twice, Euros again. Oh, man, that's just amazing. Um, tell us uh, what lists. So, Worlds two years ago. What it, what list did you run? And then, um, yeah, give us a quick recap on that. So, uh, Worlds two years ago was before the uh, joys of Spectrometer. Yes, indeed, glorious uh, time. And that was when I ran a very different hunter list to what was deemed, I think, from like almost the American side. The uh, that was the eight activation IG list was popular. Yep. Uh, or nine activate. I, I can't. But it was, that was, it was and, eight. Yep. Yeah, and I ran a seven activation Jabba list with two weakways, Vinto Onar, Hera, three PO. No, I think that was it. Hera and three PO. Yep. Yep. And I, uh, what was interesting is I think were were you the only player to get Jabba into the cut two years ago? Yes, I think I was. I really like Jabba. He is up there as a awesome slug yeah it was interesting because i remember before that um the the american meta kind of dogged on java they're like uh, and, and dt actually had a really good way to summarize it it's like java's health doesn't matter and you need like every character's health needs to matter right and so but watching you obviously and your showing became clear that yeah his health might not matter but he brings so much to the table in terms of flexibility right yeah and i think it's the like when people this was still when there was a lot more models but the points gain he gave yes. the fact and my way of viewing it was always he his health might not matter but when you pay it was the the hit you pay these two victory points and if you've got something like a elite or onar focused and you're getting two shots from him because you've managed to refocus him he's far yeah. more brutal than another six point model great point yeah, that is exactly right. He's a force multiplier that gives you extra damage from a cheaper model or a model that costs more. Absolutely. I, I mean, I ran Jabba at Worlds this year, and I he was just an all-star. Like, the ability to do strength and numbers plays with him and Onar or him and Greedo, oh, it's just amazing. Such a, such a, like, once you've played Jabba a few times, he just brings so much to the table in terms of flexibility. It was really cool. And even if you're very, stalling very cool. out the first few turns, you know, right, well, everyone's getting focused and I'm getting more cards and I can... That's he, it. He's got a good point to just sit there. <laughs> it, it just means that even if he's not being offensive, he helps. Absolutely. And also, the other thing to remember is um, is that, in a, a weird way, his health kind of does matter, right, in terms of... Uh, with um black market right yeah. um you're you and he and he just brings like a lot of things to the table in terms of like you can do things with him that you can't do with other figures because his health is entirely expendable right and it, it's just awesome he's just uh he's a really really cool figure and it like, wasn't it was you who i think kind of helped 
opened my eyes to seeing, oh, yeah, like Jabba can do work. Well, right? thank you. Uh, I, I, I love okay. him with uh, To The Limit because it's like the only time oh, you yeah. don't care about a guy getting stunned. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, you're like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the stun and I'm still going to do all his actions. And it's like, even if you run around the corner, I might not attack you, but I can bully you. It's just, <laughs> I've got no other abilities, but I can still do stuff. Oh, I love it. It is so great. Oh, it's awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, so what did you run at Worlds last year? Oh, I was a spectre scum. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not, it, it was it was fine. You you beat me, so you clearly knew something. Um, did you? What, what was your extra point? Uh, I ran motivation. Okay. Uh, I, I still right think point. yeah. I still think motivation was for me the better choice. I like the heal. I like the extra movement. I feel yeah. like motivation was the more forgiving method. Yeah. Well, uh, and it it also stopped you from getting like you know, crazy, you, you didn't want crazy things to be able to happen to you, right? Like in terms of set for stun, like all that stuff. You just yeah. want to like avoid all of that. Yes. Ezra's being stunned means a dead Ezra. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about Ezra is he's dumb. And if you can, the longer you keep him alive, the better you're going to do. So yes, he is dumb, but he is, <laughs> he's still awesome. And it just makes you, I really like my one was, I enjoyed the last worlds. Far more than I thought because yeah. I enjoyed the chess-like aspect of Spectre on Spectre and you have to play Spectre well to get the most out of them. Oh, um, absolutely, right? Like you're you're playing against someone who you can't like, uh, like they have all the advantages you have, right? And one misplay and you'll lose the game, right? Like yeah. because they're, they're not just going to let you come back from that. So. Well, that's what, because uh, Brett Kelly knocked me out at the last Worlds. So, um, and that was because I think I overpushed my Kanan. And then as he even put it, he goes, my God hands, he had uh, strength in numbers, uh, pummel, like he had an amazing starting hand mm. that meant he punished me and it was then hard for me to just keep fighting. So it was a good game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Chess is, uh, chess is a great, great analogy, a great comparison for that. Awesome. All right, well, let's get on to Euros this year. So it was in Poland. Um, tell us about the list you took, your preparation, L- lead it out for us. Okay, so I'll do the quick shout out for Ben and Pete, who, as they almost put in my uh, practice punch bags, I get a few test games in. There you I, go. <laughs> I, 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 they're really great and good guys to allow me to just try stuff out. Um, I ran then Jabba with Black Market, Hondo, Vinto, Greedo, a Elite Jawa Scavenger, Sabine, Temporary Alliance, R2, C3PO, and an Alliance Smuggler. Now, tell uh, before we get into your command card, so an Alliance Smuggler, why So why, why an Alliance Smuggler as opposed to like making some space for like hired guns or something? I wanted the extra activation. Okay. Because it pushed me up to nine. Mm. Um, and that was kind of key on a lot of games. Yes. Where a lot of people had eight and mine with the Alliance Smuggler was I wanted an extra person in case Sabine died to do Rebel Graffiti. Mm. And it also gave me someone who could open doors and then move further and collect more victory points. Okay. So hence why not another scavenger, uh, not a cheap Jawa. Yeah. Great it was point. also funny. I think it only came up once that uh, he obviously has stun in Belk. <laughs> Oh, well, as course. a surge. That's right. And so I, on one of them, used 3PO to focus him up in a game. And it came up like, if you've got something 
you're not going to be able to stun Chewy likely, but if you can get a stun off from a little alliance smuggler, a two-point guy stopping something far bigger. Oh, it's huge. And even if it's so you're looking at a six-point model or you're looking at putting it on Vinto or Greedo, so they're not shooting back. Hmm. It was He was there for that reason. It was just he had more utility for what I needed rather than another Jawa. Man, that's incredible. That is, I love it. I love it. Let's talk about what was your command deck. So my command deck was the obligatory, as there's lots of smugglers in there on the lamb. Celebration, set for stun, strength in numbers, black market prices, second chance, take initiative, tools for the job, worth every credit, planning, negation, draw for Vinto, mm. price on their heads, Rebel Graffiti and Pickpocket. Okay, so there's a few huge omissions there and some interesting ads. So first off, why second chance? So I have to... I played a few games with this list and it can do work still. And when I was... I I only managed about two... Like I hadn't played since Worlds and I managed to get about three games before Euros. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I kind of went with a big wing awesome. at this. So, yeah, you know when you're like, uh, this seems fun and I want to do something different. Yeah. So I gave it a go and I looked at it. And my reasoning was, I know like the big one is, I haven't got Assassinate, I haven't got Heightened Reflexes. But because yes. you're playing Hunters, everybody assumes you've got them. Yeah, it's true. So, A, I'm playing like blind cuff, like uh, poker with your command deck. Yeah. Which is always a bit of fun because people are going, oh, you're going to kill me with, no, I'm not going to use it yet. Yeah, and you're exactly. There, you're deliberately saying, I'm not going to use it yet. And they're going, oh, getting worried. But then they would play more defensive, yeah. which played into my hand. Absolutely. Well, and it's also the case of like, they might like burn lamb, right? Because they're like, oh, I got to spend lamb because you can assassinate me, right? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I, I, I could do that. I could do so. that. <laughs> I love um, it. But the, so... Uh, second chance was for defense tech because okay. I have key models in this list that I don't want to die okay. and are highly vulnerable to said dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that in one of my matches, I even had to put second chance on Jabba because they'd got around the back yeah. and me putting second chance on him meant that I stole the... I killed two more models, stealing two more victory points before Mm. he died. Mm. Uh, Second chance was just there. Like, if you need to keep Hondo, or I wanted to throw a model out, so if I needed to throw Vinto further up, I would put second chance on him, and I can be a bit more risky. Yeah. Take the first hit. Even if you get me down to two health, then the second shot might be coming in, and then I could lamb if I'd got it. Or it just gave me a way of being more aggressive without the high-cost aggression cards in the list. Gosh, I love that. That's so interesting, Luke. And such a cool such a cool theory craft as to how to make that work. Well, I, when I was looking at it, I know most of these are point game cards. Yeah. The, I, I, I roughly figured out that I had three defensive tech, three offensive tech, and then the rest was points or obligatories. So my offensive were strength in numbers, draw... And tools for the job. Yeah. Strength is just great, but it's it is for offense. You're I, I only played it once defensively, and that normally means you're losing. Yeah. You're not doing great. 
um, tools we all love and draw was because I was worried about lots of little figures. Uh, yeah. I wanted extra bolt slings. And then the defensive tech was uh, on the lamb, second chance, and set for stun. And set for stun came off multiple times as a long-range alliance smuggler shot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm just going to shoot you the other end of the board. Why? Because I need to stop you from moving. Yeah, because you are going to stay right there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I love it. I love it, I love it. Okay, so let's talk about Swiss. Luke, uh, tell us about, let, let's just start with round one. Who'd you play, and how did it go? How was the matchup? What was the mission? So round one, uh, I believe, was Gangsters. Hmm. I was in the bottom uh, corner, the one where it's favorable for Sabine. Okay. Where you can hide her behind the terminal and jump out. And it kind of all went to plan for me on that one. I feel like it was a tough match, but I managed to get both of the gangster kills that you want. So mm. I've got the middle and the one that's near you. Yeah. So it, in leading into the second turn, it was already uh, eight to three because I'd got a rebel graffiti in first hand draw. Ooh. And it was, I, I managed to kind of speed the uh, VP gain up. Yeah. Um, as is the list. And there wasn't, I feel like it was fairly clean. I made a few faux pas but it was almost still knocking off the dust so like I said off uh, off the air to you I hadn't played much before going <laughs> yeah that's so awesome what was uh, your opponent running uh, that was a um, bounty hunter VP okay so like was, a, a similar kind of list but probably a little more aggro it was definitely more aggro I think like their VP was just having like celebration okay and there was Jabba because uh, I know at one point he was worried about me killing Onar. Uh, I'd mm. set it up that I'd put Price on his heads and he ran Onar all the way back to Jabba's little hidey hole. Yeah. And it's okay. like, well, that's Onar dealt with. He Because I put the Price on his heads early, he then panicked yep. and ran him away, which meant Onar's doing nothing. Yeah, man, that is, it's, it's, a, it's a strong play, right? Like it scares yeah. them um but you're like oh it's kind of also playing into your opponent's hand so yeah because they knew it early and i had strength i could have delayed longer and probably done a i play jabber strength it focus up a guy shoot him but yeah. i just didn't want him it meant that instead of him coming forward and threatening me he backed off with onar because onar yeah. had like two health left which means it's a dead onar yeah and for 11 point swing so awesome so, yeah, it wasn't anything overly like spectacular, but it was a really nice game. I think that was against, uh, and I, I'm, I know the English version is Greg. It was a Polish guy, really nice guy. Cool. So, yeah, good first game. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, on to round two. So round two uh, was my loss in Swiss. Okay. Uh, and it meant that I had to then play the uh, submarine game. But uh, I was playing Vader on Blitz. Oh, that and is that's uh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. But I didn't. I hadn't really practiced with this list against Vader sure. or how to like when you're playing in deployment zones. It works because I get a few turns to set up. But when you, I, I probably played too aggressive, and then my mistake was I put I started putting damage on Vader. 
Okay. Without offensive attack. So I'm yeah. going to like creep up the damage. And then I kind of started changing my tactics of who I was going for. Mm. And so I kind of shot myself in the foot. Like if he had six health left on Vader. Yeah. And then when I started shooting at Vader, he ran away with Vader or got it. You know, he does what you need to do. Yeah. But I, uh, I, if I'd committed earlier to just shooting Vader, I had celebration in hand. It would have been a massive point jump. And in the end, it was just, I like Vader got round to nearly where Jabba was. And you've got this, I just got completely outplayed. Mm. Uh, very good game. I made some huge mistakes. And I think from then on, I was more prepared for yeah. dealing with other Imperials or Vader or large hit points. Because normally my whole plan is ignore the high points because you're going to make their points up elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he had Thrawn. And I was like, cool, if I can kill Thrawn, but I just didn't go for him. And I had, like, Celebration on Thrawn would work. Price on their heads on Thrawn would get me nearly as many points as Vader. And I just, I, uh, you know, when you kind of look back and you go, yep, I learned a lot from that game. It's a shame (laughs) that I did that in a Swiss at Euros. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly uh, not the time to be making those mistakes but that's yeah. okay well sometimes it, you i often find that if i get a loss like that it refocuses you more because you're going oh i i've learned what my mistakes were i did this wrong i did you know when you're like listing off and you're going right i, I haven't gone over a hand's worth but that is still far <laughs> more than you should be making like five is enough mistakes that you should relatively lose and you're going right so i've split my fire i've not tacked vader completely so that's the first major one i walked forward on blitz towards vader giving him the chance to get closer quicker oh boy uh, i decided to kind of like move something towards thrall and then decided i was going to run it back so you've then again it was like every conceivable i'm there going nope i've I, I didn't do this right and next time uh, I will stick to my like the final one like the big was no the plan is if you see Han or Vader you leave them the hell alone yeah it's like if I'm not going to kill you I'm just not going to touch you yeah you're a hero I'm going to let you live and do your bit in the movies <laughs> where are all the scrubs I'm allowed to shoot <laughs> oh that's exactly it oh, so, I love it so that was a uh a nice steep learning curve, but it kind of refocused me into the way I needed to be. So. Samuel Johnson says nothing focuses the mind like in, getting hanged in the fortnight or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, that that is awesome because now you're on the edge, right? Because you're it was, how many rounds of Swiss is it? And it's five they had. Okay, okay, so you got what? So two, yeah, so two losses. You are very likely out unless it's a wide cut. Oh no, they they'd already they uh, stated that it was the X minus one rule. Oh, okay. So there you go. So, we, you, so you could only have one loss. Um, I can't like. I think my way. Uh, I hope my way comes across. I, I kind of turn up. I want to play games. I pl- you play to win, but I'm there to have a laugh. And like because of Absolutely. how it's going at the moment with FFG uh, and the IA bit, I kind of definitely wanted to go to Euros just so it was a decent farewell. And I can't knock that. It was a great laugh. So. Absolutely, absolutely, great point. Great point. All right, well, so lost in round two, one and one, on to round three. So round three, uh, I was playing, and it reminded me of like a, a, a Isaac from a few years ago. Everybody who probably knows Isaac, who pilots yeah. Han, um, and is very active on Slack. So, uh, But it was a young kind of Polish Isaac. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, running a, I believe it was Rebels. It was another Rebels list. And it made okay. me uh, a little bit sad when you see Han because I do so hate that guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like more than Vader. Like Vader, you know you can deal with, but Han, you just don't even want to shoot at him. And it just becomes like, I've got models. My whole list is can be one-shotted by Han. Yep. Oh, man, that's true. And it's not like, so it's not like I've got the IG who can afford the shot. Uh, I've got none of, it's like I have none of the staying power. So unless I've either got defense tech, it's just Han needs to stay away from me and I'll be friends with him. (laughs) He'll be the hero. Yeah. Uh. So we were playing on fluctuations, I believe. And I've managed to uh, get enough victory points again. It was, I've gone for the unadulterated uh, evil scum thing of killing all of the supply characters, the coaches that are bringing up the back of the convoy. <laughs> like right. there's, there's 3PO in the open. It's like, well, even if he was next to Han, it's like 3PO is going to be celebrated. His death is going to be glorious uh, somehow. And it, that was the, in, like the theme of the list is, well, oh look, there's a four point model. I reckon I can turn it into 12. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. So I think I managed to get 10 victory points. No, uh, 13 victory points for 3PO. Because I've got Price on his heads. I did Celebration, worth every credit. Oh my gosh. And then you get the point for Jabba. Oh my gosh. And it's like, yay, I killed 3PO. There, there's, your, there's your swing right there. Yeah, let's, let's milk the hell out of 3PO's death. That's exactly right. Like, I have sold souvenirs to every part of the galaxy from that, going like, this is the original part of 3PO. 13 That's points right. for a two-point model is not right, right in some ways. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. Amazing. Am- amazing but true. Awesome. So yeah, it was a, very, it was very... a good game, but he uh, like he was brilliant. He had most of his cards in Polish, but he like it was so inclusive. He's on his phone. If I was there, going because uh, he had that was the strange bit. He had Coton, mm. so he was oh, running Coton. Cool. So that was really cool oh. to see Coton uh, out. And yeah. you know, I'm there a little bit worried by it, yeah, because all my guys are white dice. Yeah, it's a great point, right? Like he's he's got some insurance there. That is really cool. So it was a good game. It was close. I think my one was like Coton became a viable kill target. Hmm. Uh, there was a, it was yeah Han Coton Sabine, and then obviously the back office support. So yeah, it was a really yeah. interesting list. And uh, but every time I needed to, like I had to go. I haven't seen Coton's card in a while. What's on there? And then he had to, he brought it up like he had all the English cards saved in his phone, so he could just oh, flick and cool. show you the photo. So it was like bonus because it made it easier. That's cool. That's very cool. Good on him. Yeah. So really nice guy. Uh, glad we got to meet, and that was a another win, especially after a few swings like that with three PO. Uh, it was probably I think a lot of my games were close or ran to time. Mm. Um, and they weren't they were essentially close because it could have swung on a knife's edge yeah but because I was spiking the points near the end I was gaining like if you just put the points down uh, and I said like well I was on 36 and he was on 22 
yeah. you'd think it was a fairly good like but because I had to it was almost like on a tipping point I'd be sat on 22 to 24 and then gain a massive swing at the end which they couldn't catch mm. up with so yeah. most of my games you'd if you just point put the points down or the end point score you'd go oh look it looks like you've comfortably done that and it's like no every time I put this list down like the cogs in my brain were squealing trying to figure out the puzzle of what I've created to try and get the points out. That's right, because you got like you're not gonna win by wiping the board, right? Like you're gonna win by just making advantageous trades, good decisions, and staying ahead. Yeah, like the missions became so key. So on Blitz it's great for oh look, there's two points, but when you've got Vader in your face and you don't focus on the mission, you make silly mistakes and I lose. So I I really don't like Blitz with this list. But so a lot of these others it was like well fluctuations where are my points you're not getting as many but i could then gain more elsewhere yeah absolutely and it also just spreads the map out so you can like so that the tempo swing when you get like your 13 point kill they're not going to be able to respond right it's not like a general melee um you know like in a map where like okay well you've killed one of my figures but i'm gonna kill two of yours it's like fluctuations is so spread apart that it's tough to make tons of trades quickly Mm -hmm. so Awesome. All right. So that is, so that's round three on to round four. So round four, I believe was, uh, whack-a-mole Tarkin. Oh, okay. The rogue uh, AI. That's the one. I, I, I affectionately call it whack-a-mole because it just feels like that to me that you're trying to hit it oh, wherever man. it pops up. Absolutely. So. And it just like bounces around with no rhyme or reason. Yeah. And on this one, I, uh, I like it. I was quite behind. I believe they managed to get more of the starting points for jumping on the uh, mole. And okay. as it bounced around, they were getting a because I was playing KG as hell. Yeah. And I think that was because my starting hand was really weak. So yeah. um, I needed to build up my hand and what i was finding with this list especially with r2 and jabba by turn three because i've got planning and black market um prices yeah i was emptying the deck by three that's amazing and on some of them you get it earlier if you got both black market and planning i was getting to like at the start of three or the end of two where you draw your extra cards and it's like oh look i've got one card left for next turn so r2 will draw that for me that's great oh man that's crazy well it meant that you had the cards to just go right i need to play them and what i found with this list was you've got this massive acceleration you had to score high and then it kind of massively dropped off Mm. so it was more like a list that was designed for a sprint race yeah absolutely it makes rather than the long haul yep um so yeah it was really good we played whack-a-mole I feel like there was nothing overly like every time because I'm playing this puzzle and people are what I was it seemed to be was people would look at the list go well where's Onar where's IG where's your real big hitters and I've only got four yeah and they would like I'm being cagey I've got the activations to hold them back until the end yeah which is great and so that's where my list was always this whole, okay, I'm going to delay until I can hear it. You had to, like you said, trade for the right pieces. And the Whack-A-Mole would normally be a great map, 
but I couldn't. It was a. Uh, I had to go for the kills more, and it was against another. Um, like you saw a lot of hunter rebels like lists that okay. you get hunters with Sabine. Yeah, it makes total, the just like the scum BP, right? Yeah, like they're, they're gonna play like they're gonna take their kills when they got them, and otherwise they're gonna maximize the value of point. Like kind of like a similar thing as yours, just more aggro. Yeah, and I think well, that one would be more aggro with a small amount of VP gain. Like I don't believe he yeah. had Jabba. I think instead of Jabba, he had Onar. And so okay. he had gone for far more offense. And then what was coming up was where I could, if I could pick the trades, I only had to kill two to three models. Mm. And so if I could kill two to three models with the extra VPs I gained, I was golden with yeah. a bit of scenario. Whereas they were still having to look at, well, we need to table you, which kind of then changes because they're going, well, we might have a celebration. And it's like, well, okay, you play Celebration, and I would often hold negation to stop them gaining the v- VPs. Yeah. So, like, I knew a guy on one of on this game, I believe in particular, he was going to celebrate, but I knew he had Rebel Graffiti from turn one. Um, and so he played uh, Celebration. Yeah. And I had to make a choice then and there of do I negate that or do I negate Rebel Graffiti? Yeah. I let Celebration go through because it's four points and negated Rebel Graffiti because I knew we would probably have two to three more turns. So hoping that I'm going to get a bonus back, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. I, I, I think this game went to time. We played the 10 minutes and it got cool. So what they did was you only had, you had your 65 minutes and then yep. you only had 10 minutes and uh, after that round and at 10 minutes you got called and stopped. I love it. So it meant that even you didn't finish the whole round. It yeah, was, no, you, there's 10 minutes. You've got to... It's like you're fin- moving. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you've got to get through this bit. And I think that one got called, but it was like 29 to 25. Ooh, so holy this, smokes. Like, I managed to pull it back, but it was really close. Really good game. And um, this was the guy that as we sat down like you get your names on the list and obviously my name it seems to be semi-known and uh i know this goes out to people so i won't use the swear word he used but he he goes ah oh, luke sykes me <laughs> <laughs> and i'm right there by him and i've gone hi i'm luke and he's gone i, t- I hope you take no offense and it's like no i don't but i quite like that I, i'll take the pleasure in the fact that that's my name has gone uh, you've seen it and that was uh, we we do those of us who play you, Luke, do think that very thing. So <laughs> no, it was just like awesome. so it was just nice that it was like this is a Polish guy who I've never met before, and he's just read the name and shouted it out to his mate, and his mates just laughed. Oh, that's awesome! But yeah, so it was a really good mission. It was that cold kind of it's close. It was KG, uh, yeah. But the few extra points I could sneak out seemed to hold it. Okay. Awesome. 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 All right. So you're three and one top cut or I'm not, sorry, not top cut last round of Swiss. Yeah. So last round of Swiss was, uh, posters. Okay. And I believe this was against Pieto, Peter, okay. uh, one of the Polish guys who was a really good laugh. And I went out with that night. Um, and he, it was a really good game, but I managed to get control of the posters turn one and turn two. Okay. So, I, on turn one, gained four victory points to two from them. 
Okay. And then turn two, game five to Ooh. one. Ooh. And then he managed to claim them all back, but I kind of re... Oh, like, turn three, I gained four to two again. It was a real... Uh, uh, the posters were mine. Yeah. And what we had, which was a brilliant little bit in the bottom corner. So you, we had in the uh, bottom zone where you've got the two doors next yeah. to each other and there's the two posters. So he'd opened the door and used his Greedo. He was running a uh, Hunter uh, aggro list more than a VP. And okay. he had Greedo and Hondo uh, down in that bottom corner. What was funny okay. was behind my door was Greedo and Hondo. <laughs> so we're both like there. He's opened the door and claimed both the posters there. And we had this joyous bit where we've had Greedo shoot Greedo. Of course. Greedo shoots Greedo, who shoots Greedo, who shoots Greedo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, uh, I'm going to declare a shot at you so you can declare to shoot back at me. So I'm going to declare a shot back at you. <laughs> And he's gone right. round and round we go. So yeah, here's the right. So I've got the and it it paid off. I managed to kill. Like it came round and round, and then there was the like. So I've already gained a point lead, and uh, in the middle, he started to push into the middle from the top, and then he opened his other door. Hmm. And what was really odd was normally, uh, you know, most people we you kind of push up the sides. We'd both gone to that bottom corner door. Okay. And I think it was because I'd pushed heavy that way, so he's then copied. And we were almost mirror-matching the moves. Uh, the only one I had different was probably R2 and Sabine, who've gone to the terminal like normal. I was in the bottom corner, so Sabine could do her shenanigans. But he took over a load of the doors, and then uh, the posters in the middle room. And I've opened the door eventually and had a field day with Vinto and Draw and just kind of massively cleaned up oh i love it so because he had uh, a jower in the open you've just got like vinto going right i'm gonna blitz away and then sabine came out and goes oh look there's here's a grenade it was like i'd managed to hold long enough hold long enough that when i pulled my characters in they actually got the trades in a far better favor and then the final kill i believe was on a Jawa with strength and I, I used uh hondo to shoot a Jawa okay with a price on his head just to steal the final victory of course because eight points for a Jawa seems legit that's pretty nuts <coughs> so yeah it was a good managed to make it through he was a really good opponent and just said well you better do well tomorrow then <laughs> you're like okay well well no he kind of went yeah okay and then took me out so, yeah, I went out drinking with a Polish. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, how great. How cool. Um, okay, so you, you have successfully submarined. You have gone from mm. one and one to four and one. So you're in the cut. I'm in the cut, but I'm Is in it... eighth place out of the top eight cut. Okay, so, you're, so who was the first seed? So the first seed, he goes by uh, Victor Jack on the slack. Oh, Victor Jack, of course, of course, yeah. So Victor Jack was the guy who's gone five and zero, oh, and uh, I'm there going. And he was running the Loftcat missiles. Oh, I love it! So me and him had a nice because I've got a. We're obviously playing tomorrow, and he had one of the coolest t-shirts on. Like earlier on in the day, first thing I'd seen was I'd saw his t-shirt, uh-huh. and he's got a, a t-shirt that he's done up with Imperial Assault on it. 
with uh, the hired guns Greedo and Vinto on it. Oh my so, gosh, I love it. With Suicide Squad written underneath. Oh. And it was oh, like, this yeah. is awesome. This is exactly my run. Oh, that is awesome. So we had that pre kind of chat because we knew we were now playing Tarkin Weapons. We were playing Tarkin Weapons tomorrow. We kind of both went, so what's your list? What's your list? And like friendly, let's have a little think. And so he knew my list of all of the guys and he was running a seven activation list with the Lothcat missiles. Okay. It was David Gow's list. Yep. From yes, indeed. National. So he was running that and... Uh, I turned up the next day after frequenting three vodka bars the night before. Oh, boy. Um, which seems to be about my usual state of affairs of let's go drinking and enjoy. And after, especially when you're there, and the Polish guys were absolute legends. So I went out with uh, Arvidas. Oh, of course. Arvidas. Yeah. So me and him seem to obviously end up pairing up because he managed to get through to the uh, cut as well. And so we've gone out and had a good night. And so that I played uh, Victor Jack in the morning. Okay. And the, with uh, his cat missiles. With his cat missiles, which I was very much aware of. And we played, I would want to say, three rounds, if that. Oh, wow. And I don't think either of us was upset with it. It was, and I will give Victor Jack full props because I think he even said it to me as well, but we it was one of the best games we have both probably ever played. Really? Uh, it was... So, and we've all had games like this. Everybody who's played this, where you get one of those games where it's just really close, but you have both played perfectly. Like, it was a cagey bit we both understood when the big decisions were coming and having a laugh with it like you knew what the other person was thinking or reading yep and like you know when you get those friendly game you get a game like that with someone you know and you can go well have you got it have you not and you bluff each other because you know how you kind of think and considering we've never met each other really before i absolutely love the game because we were both going right so Big I'm there going, big decision time if I open the door or not. And he goes, I totally know that. Because <laughs> he had opened his door yeah. in the top segment. I've run R2 down and I've kept, we've pretty much both kept up in the top segment, apart from the obligatory units who are like moving down to sit on the terminal. Yeah. Uh, which I think he used his Jawa, I've used R2. And everything's up the top. And he was playing so... Uh, defensively well. So the unit that opened the door for him was C-3PO. Wow. So C-3PO was by the door because he looked at the range of my units and went, well, you've got to commit further. And he used C-3PO to focus. And like one of his early actions was, I focus and I open the door. Hmm. Here's the ball in your court, Luke. Your decision. Yeah. And he was keeping his guys back. He was focusing. He was like the first turn, he used the cats as a stool so he built them up a bit and then hid them further around the corner so I couldn't find them um, and then it was the the question was do I open the door turn one and push out or do I uh, stall for the game and yeah. he could it, like I think this was a three minute decision for me and I went ah let's play it and I opened the door um, so we've gone through probably about half our activations each because he's got Jabba as well. 
Uh, we've both done the obligatory draw extra cards, focus up, and I think he went for a focus long range shot with Sabine. Okay. Which missed, because it was a range nine shot. Oh, yeah, that's... You're going to have a tough time landing that. Yeah, it's a, not a, a great thing. And when he did his shot, he was moving. So the only model I could really see was 3PO. Uh, I was on the outside segment. Okay. So I've got the little hidey hole. But I'm looking across and you've got... All I can see is 3PO. And then Onar is next to 3PO on the corner, able to use his ability. And everyone is stacked up behind Onar there. So I have to deal with 3PO first with his reroll and Onar's block. Oh, my gosh. So it was really like, you know, when you're looking at it and you're like, yep, that's it. I realized my mistake when I deployed mine because I was deploying first. I had initiative. I've deployed and gone. That's a really good use of 3PO just to sit in there and open the door because most of the time you're just moving him up. Really liked it. And it was like, yep, that's cool. And then you've also because for ages he'd had Greedo. In that corner behind 3PO. Mm. And then he committed Greedo uh, to a attack, which left him a bit vulnerable. Okay. Um, at the end of the round. Now, I obviously had the final activation and Hondo uh, blew Greedo away, which was a really good start for me. And yeah, I'd also managed to put Vinto, because I think Vinto was my last activation of the round. Vinto had moved to. Uh, Vinto had picked up a red attack damage weapon. Oh, man. And was hiding in the bottom, hiding in the little hidey hole. And Sabine had moved forward and was on a token. So I got four victory points for the round and he got two. Oh, wow. So it was a good start, very cagey. Um, because when I. You could see it. I, well, I took three minutes deciding if I was going to open the door. And he said, I totally get it. And it is going to make or break the game and change it. His next action was, he went, oh, you've just pushed the ball back to my court because I'm now deciding if I want to come out after yeah. all that. I, I, he's goaded me. I've taken it. And then he's gone, ah, I didn't know if you wanted to come out. <laughs> so we're both playing this. Do you want to go? No, not really. But do you? And it was just a really... Like the, the, the momentum might not have been there as an exciting game for onlookers, but as yeah. a tactical exercise of chess match. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely amazing. That is awesome. So that yeah, very, it bounced backwards cool. and forwards. Uh I managed to get um a load of points and at the end, I think like the big swing was so I was a few points ahead. And okay. he had a, like, we've got down to the bit with a Hondo. I've used second chance to keep him alive. Vinto has got focus and a red power token that he has not used the entire game okay. because I've had to keep him hidden. Uh, I've managed to, I, I believe I've lost Sabine at this point. I've got R2 spraying graffiti instead. Uh, I had R2 trying to shock a cat to kill it because I needed to get some points. Like, everything was getting used as much as possible. So the cat yeah. had come round and was in that bottom segment below my terminal. 
and he had a Jawa that had run down to stop me getting victory points from one of the bottom zones. And he was watching it, and the play that seemed to finish it was I had a 10-speed dash move with Vinto, mm. where he had already moved up a bit, and then he ran down to the bottom, meaning I could see the Jawa and the cat with one health left. And so I managed to kill the cat and the Jawa and kind of swung an extra 10 points in that he couldn't recover from. And it meant that the target of who he was going after, Vinto, had now run 10 spaces away because I only had the one shot, so I'd use draw. Wow. So it was a 10-space move, draw... And then tools for the job. It was like, I'm going to play every card to kill this Jawa. This is nuts. But it was a great, because it's like, well, here's a five dice attack at a Jawa. It's dodge or die. Yeah. And I'm going to kill the cat, which gets me another four victory points. But because I killed both, it's like, well, there's another eight. And I think I'd even used worth every credit to move him the extra two spaces. So it was a 12 movement dash. Yeah and a shot and it's like yep that worked well done Vinto you've done nothing all game and then you sprinted and claimed like he's the guy who is in a computer game who's just camping the base and at the last minute goes I got a sniper kill he just ran all the way 12 spaces down and has got there's two models killed yay great fun oh man out of nowhere left field Vinto does some work that is amazing Amazing, winning the game on a twelve on a twelve space draw into a yep. white die. Oh, that is awesome! All right, so that is so that's your top eight onto the semifinal. Yeah. yeah. So semifinal, I was playing gangsters again. Okay. Against a German gentleman. Okay. Who uh, had openly said, and he started, and it was great fun. And he's gone. Uh, so you know. The last time, two times at Euros, or the last times I've I've been knocked out by a Brit, <laughs> and I'm there going, so that's either Arr. really ominous for you or third time's <laughs> the charm, and it's ominous for me. And he kind of went, yeah, and you're like, right, so we'll see how this plays. Um, oh. And he told me like he'd been knocked out by Andy Brazier, who's one of oh, the yeah. UK guys. Oh and, yeah, uh, so. Like it was people who I knew, and we've all had this luck, so we're having a laugh. And I managed to get the six point lead that you always want on gangsters, I believe. Again, yeah, so oh, I've man. killed two, he's only got his one. Um, and it's because like Hondo shooting a gangster is amazing because they can't pay, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, of course, it's incredible because they've now stated it's a attack effect that affects the model. Yeah, you get that, but so it's like, great. Um, are you going to pay me? No, oh, you can't. Great. Plus two damage. Hondo kills the gangster. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. So, yeah. Hondo kills the gangster in the middle and retreats up. And it becomes a KG. I was in the top corner this time, which is not where I'm normally used to being. So I'm having to use the uh, the T-junction defensive spot. If mm-hmm. you understand what I mean by that, you know the top of the above the gangsters, they've got that lovely T box area. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so it was a cage fight amongst there, and then I know he moved his uh, Hondo up to take pot shots down. It was a interesting match because we were. It's the same thing again when you've got two hunter lists. 
so he's running Jabba as well. Or he's not running Jabba. He's running a he's running Onar instead of Jabba. He's still got Sabine. So he's got more attack potential. And he, we're, he was hiding and being really cagey. So if I, I'd moved some models to the side door that would allow me to see across into like where across the map into above his terminal. Yeah. And he has hidden everyone behind the walls, gone right into the corners. And then all of a sudden I realized that I can potentially move up and take a long range shot onto, it might've been a weak way. Okay. I'm getting confused on his list now. He had a model that couldn't lamb. So okay. it's a nice easy kill. That was the only one I could see if I committed Sabine forward. And so I committed Sabine forward with second chance on her. Okay. Because then she could do the shot. And I killed the model in one. You celebrated the death and it started to push the victory points back up. Yep. And then Sabine ran back around the corner. And the mistake I made was where I positioned her. Uh, I put her back into the T instead of into the little nook. Um, that would stop him from moving square up onto the corner to see her. So, yeah, it was interesting because he then started putting every shot into Sabine and Sabine then got the survived the first round, second chance, did its bit, and then I managed to heal her back up with evasive manoeuvres. And, and the bit that then kind of swung, he overcommitted with um, uh, Onar and Greedo to try and kill her he thought he could uh that she was he made his faux pas that he thought sabine was on one health and i've got hondo standing in front of sabine to take the shot because i had lamb in hand yeah and he didn't take it he was trying to go for sabine to obviously get the kill and he committed hondo rushed her to do the one point of damage yep and i've he's gone well she's dead and i went no i evasive and he went ah and he'd forgotten yeah so instead of being on one health it was on three and so it then meant on uh onar died vinto withdraw kicked in and basically finished off onar uh vinto and greedo from his lot yeah and that is in insane with a strength i think so it was just a all of a sudden you've got all the like he committed and then he made a slight faux pas and it was able to be capitalized on yeah it's just like all right well that's pretty much the game unless yeah. you roll trash which it was still very close but i think he just at that point he saw what happened and kind of yeah went, i can't like time had just been called and he goes i can't pull it back and then shook my hand was very um nice and diplomatic about it great game again and uh then went yep so uh the british keep knocking me out <laughs> that's exactly right poor german <laughs> yeah you know when you're like funny. bless you you've just said you're obviously a good enough player but every and it was like i was the only brit in the top eight. Oh yeah that's crazy and so you're kind of like uh you've met me unfortunately <laughs> so you found the brit that you didn't want to face that's right that's right fear so, fear fear the uk i love it we all know that we uh, all have our superstitions, don't we? So on to the final. So as uh, Jacob, I Jacob from Poland. He seems like a, yes. he seemed like a pretty young kid, but obviously he was an incredible player. Yeah, well, so uh, we all. He told me that his like nickname as it shorted was Cuba. So uh, I'm okay. playing. I'm playing Cuba or Jacob in the final, and 
uh, he had an aggressive hunter list. I don't think there was any VP okay. gain. It was pure aggression. Just aggro. Just yep. kill, and... kill, kill your opponents. Wipe, wipe the floor. Which AO was worried about because when you jump to the 145 minutes for the final. Yeah, it's a great point. Long it, game. Chance yeah. to clear all of your people. And it also means my card draw bonus for rapid acceleration. I'm not like that. I yeah. really want to score early. Yeah, it's a great, that is a great point. So I knew going into this, I looked at it and went, ah, oh, this is ain't great. <laughs> and then they went, and the map is Blitz. And I oh. went, this is, Ooh. and I, I, I know that there was, uh, I, I, I know that the first word came out of my mouth was definitely a curse. <laughs> like there was no, I, it's just like, this is not what you want at all. Um, and I don't like, Blitz at the best of times, especially when you can't out hunter a hunter. Uh, and yeah. at this point, a lot of my tricks are now known, um, yeah. especially by the other Polish lot. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he'd been told I didn't have heightened. I didn't have. Ooh man. A yeah, uh, so, so you know those things. I don't think he fully was because he was still asking, "Have you got assassinate? Are you playing it?" Yeah. And it's like, no, that's cool. But I, I think he knew how the list was going to run. Yeah. So we've started the chess game early. I was in the uh, inside sector down the bottom and we have started the moving forward placement and I have probably made one of... It was a good... I felt confident with it at the time, but looking back, it probably wasn't a great call. (coughs) I have committed the smuggler and the jower to the left, which is fine. Because they only have to sit on the uh, two-point gains once each and they've nearly got their points back. And if they can do it for round two, that's them doubling their points. Yeah. And then because he committed a jail and I wanted to make sure he lost that activation because he was running nine activations as well, um, I've put Sabine that way, thinking that she can move up more, which I feel now was probably a mistake of losing a, a extra attacker on the left and not putting her on the right. Hmm. Um, it did mean that on like turn one, I was gaining six victory points. Well, I got eight because I also had the one by my terminal. They've committed to the left. Everything else of mine has gone to the right. And then the daring bit I did, he put Onar out near the um, Sabine's tower. Yep, the spire. Yeah, so... He's put him where that if I commit Hondo all eight move, I will be able to see him and activate first with Hondo because I'd got initiative, which isn't what you want as well on Blitz. No, uh, so because you're uh, gonna be because you're gonna be the one to first show where you're going, right? Yeah, and you're then also going first. You've lost the last activation. It's a proper aggressive map. Yep. So, but I've gone for. Right, well, let's try and eliminate Hondo. Uh, let's try and eliminate Onar with Hondo a bit because I don't know what cards I've got at this point or anything. But if I can try and get a swing in my favour, it might help. And it, he's got five main attackers to my four. So uh, I've put him all the way out onto the left of the spire so I can see at the start of his activation. And my first activation is I go with Hondo. 
put a load of damage into Onar. Yeah. Because he can't pay, he's got no victory points. And then I flee Hondo back towards my terminal. Okay. Uh, which is great. And then he does a few, like, I can't remember his opening action, but he moves up or commits a shot, not doing a lot. And then I run Vinto forward onto the right-hand side of the Spire so I can still see Onar. And Vinto takes a shot at Onar twice, leaving him on one health. And I then play draw and Vinto shoots Sabine and bolt slings the final damage into Onar to kill him. Such a good, such a good play. So it gets rid of Onar. I've gained seven points. Uh, Vinto pulls back a little bit, but it means I've left Vinto out there. Yeah. I was quite happy with that because I was expecting that it was an all right trade. I needed to get rid of Onar. It was something I could kill. Yeah. And then the shenanigans begins. <laughs> so, uh, we luckily, we've got like the two judges watching, and one of the judges told me at the end how many dodges we each rolled. Oh my gosh, this, yeah, this is the first thing I heard about your match from David Gow, I think it was. Yeah, so I rolled, like in this opening bit, I've put Vinto out there. And I put, I rolled a dodge on the first shot back at him. Can't odds it, but yes, I got one. And then I have persistently tried to put shots into his characters. And he rolled seven dodges. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Over the next, like over the next two turns. But I've only got four main attackers. Seven dodges. Seven dodges. Like, the odds of that are so astronomically low. Like, that's just beyond the pale. So, yeah, it it happens. I'm not salty, but you're not happy. No, and, like, that's, like, one of those things. Like, that is just not supposed to happen, right? Like, of course, of course people are going to roll dodges. Like, that's totally fine. That's Mm -hmm. to be expected, but... Ooh, baby! Like that's, so. We, that's... At the moment, like we, at this point, we had both had like I've we've shot a few bits each, and we've had two dodges each. The only thing is, I roll. Uh, um, he heightens one of my dice, <coughs> <coughs> which excuse all the coughing people. If any of this comes through, I know no, they do right, their I'll best edit. for editing, but I will edit it all out. Don't you worry. Oh, don't worry. If I've got the apology on there, people can... But they've got the... Uh... Like, we've had two dodges apiece, but he heightens, and so I lose Vinto. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, he... He then uh, kind of starts to progress forward round the spire with the rest of his. Yeah. And I rolled... Like, I needed anything to stop an attack on R2, and he... Uh pushed it through so i lose r2 i lose c3po uh i then lose greedo so i'm now below him on activations um and he starts pushing down with uh vinto towards jabba yeah and because i've had it before like normally jabba people get put him in the little console on the right hand side at the bottom yeah i put him on the left because I normally don't commit as heavy to the left, and so people come around on the left, their right, and can see him quicker. Yeah. 
Makes sense. So I put them on the left because then I normally can hold the right-hand flank because that's where most of my pieces are. Yeah. But I've had all my pieces stripped out there. So I've got Hondo who's running for his life. And <laughs> Hondo was like putting a shot in, dodge, and then having to run around the corner so he couldn't be shot. Oh, man. So Hondo was gaining nothing. Like he goes, I don't pay. So I'm not even getting victory points. It's like, okay, here's plus two damage, dodge. Well, you don't even have to on the lamb or anything. I, and I haven't got the offensive tech to deal with it. Oh, man. Um, I haven't got weak way, which is what I'm very used to for going, no, re-roll that. I don't like that. So it, it became yeah. a real, I'm having on the retreat. Uh, Sabine's killed the Jawa. Um, I, so I've skimmed out very few of his and uh, I do a move with Sabine where I move her four forward onto a different objective so she's closer to the middle. And he's got Vinto deep in my territory, down by Jabba, and I go, I'm going to put a price on Vinto's head yeah. with Sabine. Hoping that this could be the... If I can kill him... I've already committed like three shots into Vinto and they've all been dodged. So, But I now need... <laughs> I've got to kill him. I'm there like, I've got to kill him to try and pull this back and I'm still getting four points a turn from the Jawa and the Smuggler yeah and we got to uh, like I've like black market prices came up from black market so I've just sold it for a point I've stripped out my cards by turn three I've gained as many victory points as I can from any other method and I think I've killed minimal of his I've killed maybe three models oh my gosh um, and it got to turn four or five. I had initiative, went to him. Did I steal it? No. He had initiative turn two. I had initiative turn three. No. He stole the initiative turn three. I had it turn four. And so turn five, it was going back to him. Okay. So turn four, it has got to... You've got the bottom zone with Jabba. Jabba's it hiding in his little hole on like three health. He can't even black market because I've got no cards left to black market. <laughs> yeah. um, so he's just sat there going, because uh, he's been drawing three cards a turn because he'd already cleared off my terminal. And he's claiming oh from his terminal gosh. and my terminal. And the guy, he even said, he goes, you've, you've cleared out your deck by turn like three or four still without the extra terminal. And it was so I've managed to get all my cards. Um, I have had to play what well, I, I even had to play black market prices, maybe. I've had to ditch negation, uh, not oh. negation, um, take initiative. He hadn't played negation at this point and he's drawn most of his cards. So I've dropped it. I really could have done with the uh, initiative turn five, but he still had negation and he, it came about that he did. Um, yeah. So we've got Jabba down there. Vinto has moved behind the rocks, but just around from Jabba. Mm. And uh, Hondo has on the land and chicken run into the console bit where Jabba normally sits. Ugh. And I'm looking at this now. My Sabine has got three health left. And I look and I go, right, if he does anything else. I've got a chance because I've got worth every credit. So it's 29 points to 36 Okay. to Jacob. Man, what a game. 
and so I'm, I'm I'm managing to hold, but he's well ahead. Yeah. And I look, and I've got Vinto, who is worth nine points. Jabba's now probably dead because he's killed Jabba, but he's worth nine points, and I've got worth every credit. Okay. Which means if I kill him, I get eleven points, which wins me yeah. the game. Which win? Oh my gosh! So I have a viable. 11-point kill on Vinto with Hondo, who's focused. And, like, I know he had on the lamb, but where he put him, and I'd almost like to get a little map, he's put him there, and I've counted the spaces, and I've gone, I can put Hondo here, and wherever he goes, I can see him, so he can't on the lamb away from the shot. Okay. So I've got a focused Hondo with tools for the job in hand. It all depends on what he's going to do, but I'm there going, right, my viable option is the only one. I've got an 11-point swing to win it with a five-dice attack, and it should then hopefully be dodge or die. Now, he's done that enough times already, but it is a dodge or die, and I can kill Vinto. And he can't he can't dodge again. Well, he Ugh. might do. I couldn't. I needed, though... He's obviously got the initiative and he starts his activation and he goes up with Hondo and the Hondo goes to shoot my Sabine. And it for me, it's dodge or die. If he kills Sabine, he yeah. gets the points. Like, he had so many options. He had Rebel Graffiti still. He could have activated another and just gone, I steal two points. If he'd done that, he'd have probably shot himself in the foot. But it became a dodge or die. Mm. I didn't roll dodge. Sabine dies. He claims the last four points and well done to Jacob. Wow. What a so, game. It was very good. I, I'm happy that even with that many dodges, I managed to still it try. It was still and keep a game. It. Yeah, I still kept in it, and I had a viable. Like, even if you do the base math, it was like, no, I've like he wouldn't have paid. He said he didn't want to pay because he yeah. didn't know about worth every credit, mm. and so he didn't want to pay. He wouldn't have paid because it would give, make him lose some more points. And trades it on to me. Yeah. So I would have had plus two damage with five dice to try and kill Vinto. Wow. Man, what a game. But yeah, really good. That is amazing. That is absolutely... I cannot... I mean, it's tough for me to get over the seven dodge thing. but And obviously, like, what, like GG to Jacob. Uh, you yeah. know, solid player. Sure. Like, that Euros tournament was the biggest since Worlds. And will be... Probably, that's, like, going to be, like, the last major tournament of uh, before maybe world actually i don't even think worlds is next year will have that many people right no like, because if they're minimum they, i think they're, they the what is it the caps 32 uh i don't i don't think they're capping it that low but i i just don't think we're gonna have as many people show up which is a shame. so i mean like what i'm saying yeah it is a shame but like it's more to the fact of you know, this was like, I, I in my opinion, like the, the most, besides world, like the most competitive tournament of the year, probably, right? In terms of like, there's just such a solid depth of players. And oh, yeah, there was a great, like, I, um, I'll give David Gale full props. He, uh, like to get most of the UK contingent out there. His company sponsored the place for us to go. Oh, that's so, so awesome. So it was like, great. I haven't got a while. You know, like, if you're not worrying about where you're staying, so, uh, big thanks to david and we like it was great seeing a lot of us there because yeah. we don't get and it was a really nice and then we had avidas join us who has obviously traveled i've gone around the world with now a few times and played games and yep. 
uh, is always good for sharing a giggle with. And Gil joined us, so yeah, it was a oh, really man. good crowd. That is so awesome. So That's I really so... enjoyed it, and the Polish guys were awesome. They were great for taking us out in the night out and having a laugh and showing us like the seedy side of Krakow. It seems. <laughs> of course of course they of course they knew all about that yeah oh that's awesome that's so, no, awesome really great well, and i am so, a great so, way to leave it on a bang that is so awesome so look so tell me like what you've got planned right now that because we, we talked before the podcast and asked if you're going to worlds and you said probably not no um, just because it is so it's it's just it is tough for your like europeans like the cost of the flight is double or triple what it costs us in the u.s to fly and it just is a lot, it's obviously a lot harder to do. It makes total sense. And also with it being invite only, it's harder to justify, right? Like if you don't have a strong contingent of locals going out. Yeah, because um, like so you could that, always that get a house sense. together, can't you? And if there's only one or two of you yeah. getting a house, it's still the same as getting a hotel room. It's not a viable uh, reason. And mine is I have a family with kids, so it becomes a, like I said to you, it's a, it's either a holiday for me or that could be a holiday for the whole family. Yeah, absolutely. Makes It makes perfect sense. I, I totally get it. But with that being the case, what are your plans in terms of are you are, are is the UK looking to have regionals coming up? Are you going to be playing in them? Like what what's the plan? Are you just going to be done? What are you thinking? I don't like I'm never going to leave the scene if there's games being played and i hear about it i know people are still messaging me saying we're doing this on this date do you want to come so there's a uh, q3 or q4 kit or whatever at, um, in london and in october that i'm going to and they've gone well we've got a load of kits and we just want to play games and it's like mm. that's brilliant i'm gonna be there yeah of course so i think while we can get things organized we all want to play games yeah which is great uh i'm I am going to probably miss if there isn't a Nationals. Like, if there was another Euros next year, touch wood there is, because Euros is awesome. Like, yeah. wherever it is in Europe, I know I can swing that one with the wife because it's yeah. a laugh, and I will travel to it. Anyone that is in Europe, I will go to because yeah. they are such a great bunch. It's really good to see a diverse crowd, and we all just have a laugh. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't want to be uh, morose about it, but with this being like your last major tournament, obviously you did amazing as, as everyone was expected. Like what's been your most favorite thing about competitive IA? The people. Flat, every hands yeah. down, the, the crowd, the people, the community in this game is one of the, if not the best, I have ever come across. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, I like, I love the game. I love the fact that it's like, it's a clean set of rules. Yeah. Like the game is brilliant for that. It's a clean set of rules. So it prevents X-Wing nudges arguments or yeah, anything absolutely. like that. Uh, but the people are amazing. Like I, I've, uh, like I was saying about, so Jacob was a great laugh. Like me and him were out the night before drinking and he's taken us out. And then we've played in the final and he goes, ah, oh. and his first thing he goes, I obviously drank more vodka. That's why I won. And he was just having a nice laugh. We have had a good, friendly, competitive game. And then when I talk about Victor Jack, and it was like, I've never met this guy before, but we have had such an intense game that there was an instant uh, respect for each other. Yeah. And you've just had fun. And it was exactly what everyone like comes to this. You look at, listen to most people who've ever spoken about the game. They've been welcomed into it. We would rather give out promos and have a laugh. I've now got 
chopper cards, because I'll give out spare promos I've got. I've got chopper cards in Polish, French, and German from the regionals because it was like well have you got this card oh yeah they go, do you want this chopper because like they've all got the choppers and it's like yeah I'm just going to collect as many foreign chopper cards as I can get now <laughs> oh I love on it on a note I need a Spanish one if anybody's listening there but, you go <laughs> come on speed yeah but you know you're like it's just a good vibe that you get and so yeah always yeah, the absolutely. people always the people yeah yeah I completely agree I completely agree what has been which um which is your most favorite unit to run? Like, what has been the unit that you have most loved to play? So, I love Scum. Like, yeah. hands down. Through the beginning. So, even when you had to uh, kill whole units to get the VPs. Yeah. One of my favorite store championships I played in, I ran three units of Trandosians, two HKs, and three PO. Oh, my gosh. And this is grey Trandosians. It wasn't elites or anything. It's grey Trandosians. <laughs> And I had one of the best days of the, like, it was a great day of gaming. Watching Trandosians run up to people and they're going, why are you moving eight spaces next to me? And it's like, just wait. And then they walk away and you go, I play parting blow with a shotgun. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Because they're ballers. And it's like, no, I get to shoot you. And because you are point blank range, I get my plus one damage and you get the strain. (laughs) Who cares if they get stunned? This is funny. And I have so much. And because they had to kill both, I normally ran three one way and three the other. And it's like, well, yeah, okay. Or I'd move them as pairs, depending on the list they were running. And you're like, no, this is great. I'm going to play Parting Blow on you. And they go, okay. So they'd eventually get away and you've either shot them and done a load of damage. And it's, well, I could either move eight spaces or I could take a long range shot, which they can't do. Oh, man. And then they'd run away, and then it's like, well, HKs can still shoot that range. <laughs> they, they can. <laughs> HKs can get range, especially when focused. And it was like, yeah, I'm going to... So I had great fun. Oh, I, I love scum. Like, the scum lists yeah. have always been... And I like the rebel contingent, and I know, like, this one was half rebel, half scum. Um, I would probably say nowadays, the guy who has probably been... Like, Jabba has got me twice through Euros. Yeah. Um and he has been a consistent my favorite though is vino vinto oh yeah he's because he's just fun and he's awesome and people underrate him yeah i underrate him you i mean like until i i play against you guys i'm like oh yeah he's good right like what am i thinking of course and he like people underrate him because they go well he's not doing five six damage and it's like he's not there for doing five six damage he's there for doing bolt sling yeah like he like you're aiming for him doing maybe two to three damage with his normal shot and that's good and putting some conditions out there that you've got to deal with because even if it slows you down or you're bleeding their deck or you weaken them so you're not taking as much damage that's all you want from him you're aiming to do a few but if you can see something that's oh look that guy's bleeding out he is base camping sniper he is the annoying guy that claims the kills or scores the penalty and knocks it in. You know, he just goal steals in every sense. It's like, oh, look, there's a guy bleeding. Oh, I'm just going to bolt sling. And you've done nothing. It's like you can't block it. You can't on the lamb. He is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I got to so, play. Vinto is like going to be, I want to play like a, a scum 
I mean, I'm going to take the box to like all yep. the big tournaments, but I wanted to play a scum hero list because I love Vinto. I chickened out of taking Vinto to Worlds just because I didn't think he could do it against Spectre, but I love playing Vinto. He's so fun. For all, I'm like not good with playing him, but he's so fun to play. Yeah, and he's got a lot of like focus on him. He's great fun. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I like Vinto, and I was so happy because uh, I managed to get the um the card finally for him. Uh, oh, at, that's right. That sweet all art card. Yeah, the full art plastic card. Oh, it's so beautiful. It is so. So beautiful. I finally got that after many years I of absolutely. chasing after it. Going, yay! I love Vinto. I've been so <laughs> Vinto and Jabba have both been in my lists that have got me through Euros. So that is awesome. Hand down props to them. Very cool. Very very cool. All right, Luke. Well, it's it is late, late, late in the UK. So tell me about. Give us a one. Give us your pearls of wisdom before we sign off. Well, what's what's uh, one thing you'd like to leave us with as as you sail off into your incredible sunset? Well, okay. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's ever t- and anybody who's listened to my dulcet tones uh, and taking your time out. But thank you to Zion's finest because you guys have always been great. And it is great that you do this for the community still and the IACP guys who are now trying to push it forward even after yep. the game. So thank you to all of you guys. It is needed. It's great and it's much appreciated. Um, I just hope that we all get... I would love to see something where we can all get back together at some point, at least for some games, even if it's a long-distant mission. Absolutely. We absolutely will do that. And when I come to the UK... Luke, you better believe I'm going to be stopping by the White Cliffs of Dover to play some games with you. So, oh, you're more than welcome. I'm sure there's probably a spare bed for you and your family that we could sort as well, mate. Hey, there you go. There you go. That's awesome. This is, and the same for you when you come uh, come ski in Utah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It'd be a really good time. I have got one final thing because I know you've been talking out on the Slack and other bits oh. about the Altar card that you're oh, yes. designing. Yes, and I wanted to throw my two pence in there that I thought because obviously you had um, oh I've forgotten his name already bless him who ran Leia at Nova who did uh, you have on Jeremy. Jeremy Jeremy yeah. so Jeremy ran Leia it's an unlike sung hero but I reckon you should do a Leia Jabba cross card yeah you I, and so like you, you mean like a, a flip card right like yeah, one side like you have one. Jabba one side Leia the other side do a return the Jedi kind of yeah. art yeah, that and was, then you could, that was that's a, such a clever idea. And then you can have because like you've got Leia from Nova, Jabba from Euros. Jabba was prevalent in Euros. There was a lot of Jabba, and then it'd just be like, there you go, the uh, unsung heroes that have done some work. There you go. That's right. Don't do not. And it is kind of funny because like the people like the broad maybe not the broad beta but a lot of people dog on him and then jeremy takes second at nova and you take second at euros right and actually that and that's also after you've done so much work with java so i think there's a, there's always a meta list and sometimes yes you can ride the dice and hope for luck uh which everyone has to do like uh, i love oh, david yeah. gales david gales got that saying hasn't he it's like i'd rather be lucky than skillful because sometimes luck will yeah. win out and you're like yep yeah. That's right. Better be lucky than good. That's the one. There you go. Yeah, we all like it. But thank you, everyone. And I do hope to see you all at some point in the future.
Thank you, Luke. Thank you so much for coming on. We want to thank everyone for listening. And again, encourage everyone to reach out to their stores to figure out about what their deal is with Primes. Luke, thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you very much, Kenny. Thank you.